0: Hi and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I'm so happy to be back chatting to chefs and sharing their stories with you. Today's chat is with Rotem Pepo at Golda in Peran. I first spoke to Rotem three years ago when he was head chef at L'Hotel Giton. Since then he's been head chef at Bar Lerunia, and now he's at Golda which he co-owns with Adam Fagan of Gramercy Social Fame. As on the previous occasion, Rotom showed his absolute love of hospitality by offering me a glass of wine and a selection of the baktana, or small bites, which they'd just put on the menu that day. Usually as I write up my conversations, I'm looking out for the gems the chef say to use its pull, a pull quote to break up the middle of the written version. Rotham came out with so much greatness that the whole transcript should be highlighted. He absolutely loves what he does, and now at Golda, he's finally able to share the food from his childhood with a very lucky Melbourne Dining Public. Now, you will hear me eating in this, and I'm sorry about that. It's all part of conversation with a chef. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's We're just okay.
1: having a lot of things happening.
0: Oh, of course, of course. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. This is uh, Stephanie, she's our... Hi. hi I'm
0: Joe. Hi, Nice I'm to meet you. the house manager. So we um, have our... Uh, so i shovel yeah. Israeli
1: wine. I've just Israeli been introduced wine. to the wonderful yeah. world of Israeli wines today. Yeah,
0: well, okay. <laughs>
1: Coming from just outside of <laughs> Jerusalem.
0: Well, let's go yeah. all in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I remember the last time I spoke to you, um, yeah. you offered me wine as well. I'm like, this is the best kind of conversation. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cheers, yeah, Thank you. Um, cheers. Cheers. What's we the, say Laheim. L'chaim. And how's it going? You obviously are really busy
1: because it's all happening at once, isn't it? Yes, it's really crazy. Yeah. Um, we started about a month and a half ago,
0: yeah.
1: just doing takeaway and delivery, because um, I was too done for my, for my work, yeah. um, so I was with head chef of ballerina. Yes. Um, me and Adam, we started, which is my business partner, we started to talk maybe over a year ago mm. about the possibility to open a daily restaurant. He had this idea in his mind for a few years. Um, And he was looking for an Israeli chef for quite some time um, until he found me through you, actually.
0: Oh! Oh, really? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. So that's like thank you for that. Wow! (laughs) Okay. You made it happen. (laughs) Um, Yeah, through conversation with the chef um, because he was looking for an Israeli chef, and I popped popped up over there. So yeah, Um, and then so then we started speaking then. for a venue, but we didn't really find anything at that time, luckily, um, because now we would be in a totally different situation. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and yeah, then COVID started, and yeah, it's two down from uh, um And the hotel is closed at the moment, the Cullen um, and Gramercy, which is his business, is um, actually really reliant on that. Mm. Um, so, with the hotel shut, the restaurant was pretty much shut as well. Um, So we just started talking and he's like, let us do something. I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, So with the restrictions then, we will only be able to do delivery and takeaway. So we just started that and that that kind of started going well.
0: So did you start with the kind of food that you meant to continue with? Or was it a a different, yeah, okay. It's not street food, is it?
1: It's not street food? No. Um, It's, yeah, pretty much started with the food that I really love. Um, everything that I really wanted to show in terms of like the food that I grew up on um, the food that I'm used to eat at home um, the food that I really miss yeah, yeah. <laughs> and finally I can actually cook it exactly the way that I want it yeah. uh, without trying to alter it to any kind of other cuisine that would might fit, fit into it, I'm like I'm Israeli and that's what I do
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's really great and really kind of like um, just very nice to be able to just like be at be home yeah. um, in, that, in that sense.
0: Because I was re- reading the Golder website and um, and some other things, yeah. and, and congratulations on such a great good food write up and thanks. broadsheet, amazing. Yeah, that um, it is family food and it's food that's influenced by your grandmothers. Yeah. How easy is it to take that kind of food and put it into a restaurant setting? What do you have what, what to do to make that? Work? I think
1: that's my training as a chef for mm. so all of these years really paid off um, in, the, in that sense to actually take these flavors or these ingredients um, and to be able to put them onto a place that is kind of like Melbourne mm. in the sense that people are going to get it um, it's not something that is like too rustic or let's say I don't know too much kind of like um, too other, there too different um, we were able to kind of like take those flavors um, and implement it in kind of like a Melbourne kind of like restaurant, whatever that means. Um, so that kind of means that, you know, in the way that it looks, um, and in the way that it feels, in the way that the service is, the, the wine service, the table service, um, the plating and all of the things to actually make it more presentable, more kind of like, uh, yeah, more Melbourne. Mm. Um, this is something that I say a lot, I'm kind of like, I want this to be a, really a Melbourne restaurant. Um, I don't want it to be an Israeli restaurant, I want it to be a Melbourne restaurant. Yeah, right. um, so, in the sense that people are going to come here and they're not going to feel like, I don't know, threatened or not going to feel like this is something that I'm not sure if it, that's, this is for me, um, because it looks like it's for them, and in the end of the day, what they're getting on their plate is Israeli. Mm. Um, and that it's kind of like two things, I think, maybe kind of like balance it for like the, um, the Melbourneian diner, um, to be able for it to be a more approachable. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's interesting because, um, th- that you say that, because um, I just read something on, I think it was SBS Food, and it was um, a restaurateur, not from Melbourne, but who said um, like 10 things he wished he'd known when he opened a restaurant, and one of them was, um, don't make the menu before you've got the setting and right. that the, the setting of the, and the decor of the restaurant influences the way you do a menu would you agree with that or is that not quite the same for you? Um, I, hmm,
1: not really not really actually I think that the food that we do um,
0: You could do it anywhere?
1: We can <laughs> kind of do it anywhere in the sense look as far as I say as me saying like no but that's right I wanted to look like that, I wanted to look nice. I wanted to look elegant. I wanted to look modern. I wanted to look portable. I wanted to look clean and tidy, and just like peaceful and um, yeah, you know, like I wanted to still be be that. Um, I think the food kind of aligns to it by the way it's plated, uh, by the way it's presented, by the plating, uh, like but the by the actual plates. Um, this is why we call ourselves modern Israeli, uh, because we kind of like coming into creating this food in those kind of like flavors, but representing it in a, in a way that it's, um, that is still us, yeah. but also, um, like this is still me, I'm not like trying to be anything else. No, yeah. Um, like I love the way that I that I do it, I don't do it in the purpose to kind of like, oh, I hope I hope people are going to like it if I do it like this. No. Um, this is still what, something that I really love um, to do, uh, but yeah on another element it's actually making it a bit more approachable I guess
0: yeah and it yeah. sounds as though and I didn't know this um, well and in, in maybe why would I but um, that there's lots of different maybe not lots but there's a few different kinds of Israeli food so I know your business partner had a had an idea first of all and now you've kind of got an idea that's come more from your background yeah. and your background has is more spicy and mediterranean is that right and
1: not not a, not really what was well not not particularly um what <laughs> what was started no no you are, you are you are correct you are correct <laughs> you are you are correct but that was not actually um it was more about so when he approached me, he wanted to do a Jewish restaurant. Ah, right. Okay. Um, so the, the idea in his mind was just to do a Jewish restaurant that will have uh, what we call in Jewish um, um, uh, streams. You have Mizrahi and Ashkenazi. So Mizrahi will be a more kind of like the eastern um, um, part of the world the Jews are coming from. It can be Morocco and Algeria, Turkey, uh, Iraq, Iran. Um, pretty much Middle Eastern uh, places, more Arabic countries. Um, so they will bring their all kind of food that is like more, much more spicy, um, more kind of like v- really impacted on the flavor. Like everything is kind of like a bit more oily and really a bit more rich in the flavor. Um, and Ashkenazi Jews are coming from food that is more from Eastern Europe, so it's. Like Germany and Poland and Austria, um, so that type of food, is like schnitzel, um, strudel, and all, all kind of like uh, dishes, like this. Um, and Jews as well, you know, with the restrictions that they have with kosher food, they will alter it um, to their to their kind of uh, uh, way. It's like one one of their best examples is with Eastern Jews, uh, Eastern European Jews that are coming from Germany. Um, so with the Ashkenazi uh, cuisine, there is something called schmaltz. Um, so this is uh, particularly uh, chicken fat. Um, so they were really jealous of like the the pork fat that um, all of the um, all of the non non Jewish uh, people that are having it having it all around them. So they you know in their sense created something that uh, <laughs> that they can actually have um, and will kind of like have like the same the same impact in this way. So that like created a whole different cuisine. Um, so that was this idea really to just like create that. Where I came from, I'm just like, this is wider for me, because I can see it as Israeli. Um, so Israeli cuisine, in cases, all of that, mm. plus being in, in, in the Middle East, um, plus getting all of the, the other food that is actually, you know, originally, well, not originated, but kind of like developed as to be an Israeli cuisine. Um, a lot of people are going are gonna to say actually that Israeli cuisine is, they don't really know what it is. Mm. I I think in the sense it's the same as Australian cuisine, Mm. nobody really knows to like point and be like this is an Australian dish or this is an Israeli dish. Um, Israel in the same sense as Australia is a melting pot of cultures. Right. Um, So it's a lot of Jews coming from all over the world plus uh, um, Arabs that are uh, living in in Israel as well. They're bringing their influence as well. so many cultures bringing their own food, and these kind of things are developed as well in, in Israel. I mean, Israel is kind of defined falafel as to be like the national dish, but Egyptian will say no, this is ours, and Lebanese will say no, 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 it's ours, you know. Yes, yes. Um, and for me, I'm just it's it's everything. Um, that makes it easy
0: to keep on changing your menu, doesn't it? You got, so, <laughs> got so much to choose yes. from.
1: I'm just gonna give us a little bit of taste. <laughs>
0: I are talking and talking. Yeah. I, th- I, oh, wow. feel, I
1: feel
0: like to yes. get <laughs> I think you are always spot on with hospitality, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you really are hospitable. <laughs> Beautiful. The
1: Israeli way is when someone is coming to your house, <laughs> you just welcome them and do whatever you can for them to make it to, to feel comfortable. So what, what
0: have we got
1: here? Um, so this is a new section on the menu that we are actually opening from tonight. Um, we wanted to actually open full a la carte but with the restrictions actually delaying. Yes. Um, so this is the set menu that we do at the moment um, and this is a new section that we open now um, just for like. Drinkers, so this is what we call baktana. Uh, baktana means kind of like little or like small. Um, it's also kind of like a slang to just say like no worries, it's like oh, don't worry about it, yeah. kind of that kind of thing. And um, so, baktana of small bikes, so it's, um, we have. There's another one that I'm missing. Um, <laughs> so, it's a Sambusa. Um, so, it's corn, corn and rockling. Uh, pastry really um, deep-fried and it's with a yogurt deal um, it's the Iraqi version of a samosa
0: okay um, so like you'll
1: have the Sambusak that is from Iraq you have the Sambusak that is from Egypt you have Samosa from India you have Sambusa from Ethiopia so everyone okay. are doing doing this kind of like same kind of uh, thing but the Sambusak is something that is really like um you find it in Israel as something quite Israeli. Okay. Um, I'm just this
0: dish. And what was the word I read in the broadsheet article about when your table was yes. covered
1: in. Liftoch <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> shulchan Um sorry for all of the chuch. <laughs> 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 um, but that's yeah. Uh Liftoch yeah. So to open a table. This is this is the thing as well about like hospitality. Um, when people come into your play, to your house and you just like get a lot of different things on the table and really make them feel like you know you're so welcome you know Um, so yeah so we have that Um, and yeah go for it (laughs) go for it Um, and then we have the Zatar cured salmon Uh, Mm -hmm. so kind of like Roblox but is um, cured with Zatar Zatar is a Syrian oregano Um, Syrian oregano and it's kind of like a mix of spices with like sumac and, uh, and sesame seeds, mm-hmm. um, so that's just on a crispy uh, pretzel um, and just uh, finished with some olive oil um, oh, and in la- and, uh, labna as well. We have our uh, mini pita with falafel. Wow! Um, so just the mini pita that we bake. We make we make everything here. Um, so mini pita, half made falafel. Amba yoli. Amba is a fermented mango uh, sauce, also coming from Iraq. India, uh, that, that kind of uh, flavors, it has like curry powder and fenugreek mm-hmm. um, and just some israeli pickles in there as well. Um, and then we have the... The falafel, we say, the kubenya. The Cubania is a lamb tartar. It's a Lebanese version um, of, a, of a lamb tartar. Mm. Or, or a tartar with lamb. Um, it has brugel in it um, and we made like a date and pistachio salsa. And they're just sitting between uh, two uh, potato crisps. And our chicken shishlik, um, so chicken on a skewer that is marinated with spices, then just sitting on a uh, lentils and tahini puree, and just finished with some uh, pickled red cabbage. That's
0: beautiful. Wow!
1: Yeah. So they're that, just starting from
0: today. Um, that's great. Yeah. People will love that. because um, I always love the idea of a set menu. I feel like you know when I was in France, which was a long time ago. Yeah. You just went to a place and you could, and the chef just you just had the set menu. I suppose you've got choices between things, have you? Or no? Or No.
1: Nah, as it comes think, out? You would think so.
0: But I think people are more but, <laughs> but people are more ready for that now, I think. And yeah. it's nice just to go and let the chef feed you. I love that.
1: Yeah. I, we started with this because of the corona yeah. restrictions. But also, this is a great way for us to s- get people to see everything. Yeah. Um, so starting here with all of the what we call salad of salads, so it's like a whole range of like different dips and salads and di- different kind of like flavors. Um, that's kind of like how we want to start a meal um, in a, in Israel or in my in my family. Um, so yeah, lots of different kind of like uh, flavors and, and things. Yeah. So we fill up the table with this. it's koshulchan, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then after they finish this, and this is also coming to them with the a of bread. Oh, wow. Uh, which is kind of like a soft, soft and fluffy uh, bread uh, that we make here as well. They finish this and then we fill the table again um, with, the, with the mains, uh, the yep. slow-cooked uh, So first and then in the mains. Yeah. And, then yeah, then. yeah.
0: And, and you've got a special dessert as well. Is it the cream?
1: Yeah, so Mal- Malabi. Um, so it's a traditional um, uh, middle eastern desserts mm. um, so it's cream that is thickened with corn flour mm. um and then the normal kind of syrup that we do in israel is like a an or like a um, a simple syrup with um with rose flower and a red color dye and um, they kind of like the classic mm-hmm. um i don't i don't use dyes no um, so, so
0: have you got have you got the same color is it no, no. so i've
1: so i've done an orange color mm. uh just with a citrus so just with orange, uh, cardamom, and orange blossom, and honey, and just reduce that a little bit for um, for that for that uh, syrup, and then just start with some uh, toasted coconuts.
0: So, so your ideas come from your food and what you miss, yeah, what you've been missing. But how do you get from that idea through to these? I mean you also having to to read widely or is it just these are all ideas that are in your head or how is it
1: um, I, it's, it's in my head there's a lot of different things like it, it can be in my head it can be something that I might have thought about like ages ago as well um, it can be something that I kind of like going through a book and ideas were just going to gonna come um, just everything you know like life like everything I, I can read a cooking book I can see online I can have something that I want to recreate that flavor that I had in my childhood. Mm. A lot of a lot of different things. Um, yeah. I think if you just go for like one element of how you kind of like process your your dishes, it's very limited. Um, so you kind of need to have more of a spectrum of of how you actually get on, into into a dish because there's a lot of different influences that you can actually get yeah. um, to actually get get a final product. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And so when I spoke to you last, um, you mentioned about having done your military service and being in the Navy and so on, which meant that um, that when you decided to become a chef, yeah. you felt older than other chefs. Yeah. But you've really caught up now, haven't you? Do you reckon? Yeah, I
1: guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I, guess. Um, I still have a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, and any chef that thinks that they know everything, is never going to be a great chef, Yeah. Um, so if you come to a point that you think that you don't need to learn anything, you're definitely stagnant, um, yes I'm doing well, or yes I really want to do well, um, but I'm never going to be relaxed about yeah. it and be like, oh yeah, you're good, um, yeah. I'm always pushing, I always want to be better, I always want to get other ideas, I'm always in a constant chase to just like... More and more and more and more. Yeah. Like, oh, this is great. Oh, cool. So nice. So nice. Hello. Hello.
0: Good thing. This is yeah. Adam, my partner. Hi, Adam. Hi. I'm Joe. Ritchie Hi. From Conversation with the
2: Chef. Okay. Right. <laughs> she. She is our uh, our founder. You did him. Tell me how I found him. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I'm so excited. Yeah. About no. It. it was great. I went through
0: every
2: single. Every single one looking for somebody. Wow. Yeah, I, I spent him many months looking, but I found that was how I, I found Rotem. The funny thing once was working 200 metres down the road the whole time. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Yeah. I know. It's
0: amazing.
2: Yeah, so thanks for that. Well, no, no, really? my absolute you're pleasure. A, you're, a cheap, you're a cheap person without I, even knowing I know it. I know,
0: I unwittingly... <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you about the name Golda. Is it named after the um, the Prime Minister? or? Oh.
2: That's, that's, all, that's all you. Thanks, mate. All right. Right. Yeah. No, no, it was, I guess my... It wasn't named after her directly. Um, like I wanted a name that, as someone Jewish or Israeli, they could make a connection with that being like a Jewish, having a Jewish-Israeli connection. Mm. But as someone non-Jewish, they wouldn't necessarily, like a lot of restaurants might have Israeli names or, or you know, something really obviously Jewish. Mm. And I didn't want that. I wanted that The whole thing about Golda is connecting with beyond just our own community. Yeah. And the other thing is that, Golda was always like about our grandmothers, mm. you know, and that was sort of where I guess coming from the food that we grew grown up on so Golda is a female name. Mm. So I guess it represents anyone's grandmother. Yeah. In my respect. So yeah, I think it went really well as a female name. It was a sort of, it sounded good as well, obviously. Yeah. We I, see, a, I see this the yeah. same as well. It's like, yeah. it's kind of like in cases of our grandmothers in this name. Mm. It's funny because like, we had someone in... Last night, and he goes older guys. He was like maybe seventy. He's like, oh, my grandmother's name was Golda. Oh. Yeah, beautiful. And it was not the first time we heard that, you yeah. know. So it's, the name, the name's been really good for us. Yeah. See? People have really resonated with it, and yeah, so that was that was the story. But yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. It was pretty funny when
1: we first like started talking pretty seriously, and we just saw that our backgrounds are actually pretty similar mm-hmm. in the sense. that, well, I'm from Israel, and he's from Australia, but. Are kind of like the food that we were up grew up on and kind of like the different culture that we had from like both sides of our of our
2: families um yeah really made kind of like our we're both like we both got that that mix of east and west yeah mm. like russian bulgarian and moroccan and my family were iraqi and polish yeah right so we've both got in the in, in, yeah. Jew, in the jewish world there's really two regional types of jews there's the ashkenazi which is a Eastern European and there's yeah. the <laughs> <safari laughs> with, and so we come half and half and it's rare though because in Melbourne 95% of the community are Ashkenazi they're European Jews mm. and the food that we're cooking for us it's a normal food like yeah. you know but for people coming in it's like oh my god they haven't eaten like this but this is for us is the stuff that we grew up on yeah. every day mm. you know so mm. it's not it's so natural for us to be cooking it. Yeah, everyone's so excited by it. Yes. And it's well executed, obviously. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But yeah, I think it, I think it's like for us, it's just the food that we've grown up on and it's funny that no one's really, for us it feels like, it's good because there's a niche. Mm. But for us it's sort of pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, congratulations. Good, nice to meet you. Yeah, lovely to You're meet you as you got, hopefully you've a small taste.
2: A small taste. So it's making yeah. me yeah. want to come back. And this wine is so delicious. Yeah,
0: so it's we're Israeli
2: the Israeli wine as well. Great, is that uh, the Jerusalem? Jerusalem, mm-hmm. not many wine. You, you, you hey, hopefully can taste it, taste so the so hills and beautiful taste beautiful. the soil. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 we we we're looking oh. for a, some Israeli wine, yeah. but not like good Israeli wine. And we met yeah. a supplier who gave us some beautiful wine. So we yeah. want to showcase some of the
1: some of the things right. that go
2: well with the food. Yeah. yeah, we really
1: want to show like what we are really proud of. You know, like yeah, absolutely. There's so many things in in Israel and in the Jewish community. That's yeah. Not, not really shown in the way that they should be, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. So just to get back to you feeling more confident but always wanting to learn more, um, and I think it sounds like you've got some quite high standards for yourself, how does that translate when you're trying to tell your team what you want? Exactly the same.
1: <laughs> so I will, push, I will push them in the same way that I that I will push mm. myself. Um I expect for anybody that is working with me to to just push themselves in the, in the same way, um, and that's that's what I do. I just surround myself with people that are, that are like that as well. Um, I say to every single chef that I hire that attitude is the most important thing for me. Um, if you have a good attitude, that I can work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with a lot of different different people, and when I finally got the chance, you know, to actually yeah, be able to choose um, and then it was very important for me to have people that really have high standards of, their, of themselves of the food that they, that they present um, of their career.
2: I don't want I don't want chefs
1: that look at being a chef as a job. I want chefs looking at being a chef as their identity, as their career as something they are proud of, as something that they want to grow, to develop, to be better. Um, because I'm, I'm like that, and I want like, everybody else on to, to, to be the same as well. Yeah. Uh, because in, the, in this way we'll be able to present really good food, um, and also to we we can have fun doing it as well in in the same. Because everybody in the end of the day just like really pushing, um, and yeah, it's just so much easier as well. We just get to results because everybody is just like on board. Um, they really want to do well and
0: do you feel nervous in the kitchen when you're in the middle of service and it's really busy or is it just a, is it a joy or is it somewhere between the two?
1: (laughs) I will be more nervous before service starts and when service starts, I'm more kind of like cool, calm and collected. Yeah. So it's, the anticipation is the thing that I'm kind of like always kind of like worry about, but when things are happening, I'm like really in it and. Yeah, really cool, calm and collected. Like, I am I really hate saying good things about myself. Um, I think I'm a good manager. Yeah. Um, So in that in that sense, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is so delicious. It's so um, soft and. Yeah,
1: I like I like my falafel like like this. So Mm. I like it crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. So it's kind of like yeah, like you. There's a lot. The little falafel that is like grainy and stuff And dry <laughs> and yeah, dry. yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm glad you like it
0: yeah. Oh, I love it I'm not to come back and have all of the food yeah. So this is, thank you for yeah. thank you for coming, what? of course You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef I'm Joe Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithashef.com or follow me on Instagram, so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.